right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. That's right, the dynamic duo is back. A lot of, lot of work, conflicting schedules, oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever it is, but I told hey. you yesterday we'd be back, and we're back. The struggle's real, man, gotta make that money. Exactly. Um, so, a lot to discuss. I, I want to talk about the Nick game yesterday, but the blown hole, <laughs> bro. The officiating in oh. every sport well, is atrocious. Well, yeah, well, look at the flagrant on Durant Saturday night. I'm sorry, it's no, not no, a flagrant no, foul. No, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a flagrant foul. That. Okay, it took him an extra second to get off Tatum's ankle. It ain't like he was doing that to, you know, purposely hurt the kid. And then LeBron James and Chris Paul, are you kidding me? You know, it's funny. I started talking to somebody. <laughs> you I, I started talking to somebody yesterday that uh, he wants me to be a guest on his podcast, uh, Daily Sporting for You, he's called. So I messaged him last night because Frank Vogel came out and you said he said that that box out on Chris Paul was one of the most dangerous ones he's ever seen. Look at the size difference. This again proves my point that LeBron bitch. is not the goat, never will never be the goat, and could never. Survive in the Jordan era of basketball, the Rodman the era, Pistons. the Barkley no, era, not, not. the Lambeer era, the McHale era, the Bill Russell era. Any era before this soft pussified league, the he would the never Stockton survive. The Carvalone era, the Jazz. I mean, it, 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 it's atrocious. And because he messaged me, he goes, hey, he was tugging on him a little bit. I said, they're fighting for I Pretty much, I was like, all right, a little bit. Bro, but for your head coach to come out. like 100 pounds on him. But if your head coach would come out there and say that was dangerous, Chris Paul's five foot nothing. And LeBron is what, six seven? Six eight. Okay. And he's like two two twenty. And Chris that? Paul is what, like hundred and three pounds soaking wet? <laughs> come on, man. Come on. He, he he's, he's the biggest flop I've ever seen. And then that's and you know, listen. And again, it's not to take away LeBron's talent, but if you supposed knowledgeable NBA fans that think you really know the sport, you don't. Because LeBron could break every scoring record there is, every passing record there is, every rebound record there is. He could go to the NBA Finals a thousand times and win four and never be on Jordan's level, never be on Kobe's level. And you want to know what's funny? Kobe wouldn't sit there and cry like this on the court. Oh, my shoulder. Oh, my shoulder. He would have. And and then he trotted into the damn locker room, little bitch, afterwards. And then. What's comical <laughs> is that while all that's going on, Cameron Payne of the Suns decides that he's going to throw the basketball at Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso comes back and shoves him. Cameron Payne gets friggin' gets booted from the game, all while they're trying to figure out if the Chris Paul incident is a flagrant foul. They're really? both going for the ball. Where's the friggin' flagrant? It's, it's, it's called the box out for a reason. Learn the game, you idiots. Uh, it's retarded. I, I, I it's can't. Retarded. And, it's because it's LeBron James. And, and that's the other thing. And I mentioned it yesterday when I came outside real quick to do it, and I was sweating to death in the van. So LeBron violates the NBA health protocol. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. goes to a photo shoot with, with Michael B. Jordan, not the real Michael Jordan, and Drake. Of all people, Drake. And this was the day of the Warrior-Laker playing game. Hmm, okay. All right. Get the so, well, the, the Well, the incident was, no, it was the day before. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, could be wrong, but who really cares? I don't but the NBA came out and said we're not going to find and we're not going to suspend them. Does anybody, and, and, does anybody else? And I said it, I said it yesterday, and I will say it again, and it rings true. The only reason why he's not getting fined or suspended is bottom line, because it's LeBron James, it's the Lakers, 
it's the playoffs. And, if you got and the NBA wants to see the Lakers be in the NBA Finals. And they're not going to make it that far. Well, anyways. maybe the NBA should listen to Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley said this, ain't nobody afraid of the Lakers this year. Ain't nobody, Dude, no, ain't nobody scared of them. You want to surprise me? The Utah Jazz lost yesterday. Well, speaking of that, Mitchell is not very happy about getting scratched. He said he was he was able to play. But I also understand Utah's side of it. Yeah. With this is our biggest star on the team. Well, now he's got to play. Now you lost to the Grizzlies in game one. And listen, I said this last night, and I told you when we were watching you were, all yeah, the games. You, you were me. I told you that if, Mem- if, 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 if Memphis can get past the, the Jazz, which is going to be a, a hard thing to do because you're pretty much relying on John Morant to do it mm-hmm. all. And the Clippers get past the Lakers. Yo, that's going to be a whole and, different thing. And the Mavericks get past... The Mavericks get past the Clippers, and the Trailblazers beating Denver in Game One, which I didn't see coming, but it happened. But you, then, if they can get, if those three get past the supposed biggest teams in the West, don't be surprised if your West Coast, your Western Conference Championship game is is the, Trailbla- is, is the Trailblazers versus the Nuggets. Memphis, if they get out of the first round, that's about as far as they're going to go. I don't see it happening because if Donovan Mitchell comes back for Game Two, he's going to tear it up. Well, what I'm saying is that on Wednesday, the Knicks, man, like, they got to bring Mitch Robinson out there or something because the rebounding was atrocious. They let that lane open for that little kid who scored the game winner all game long. Yeah. It, 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 Julius Randle was off, which I, I'm i not going to shit on him. Cause well, it was, it was funny because um, Sal Licata, WFAN, uh-huh. comes out and he goes, where was MVP Julius Randle? Because he didn't show up. R.J. Barrett had a decent game. No, he slammed it on some. Um, that lefty. Boom. Emmanuel quickly was pretty decent. No, but, he, but, but but the guy who kept you in the game was Alan Burks. Exactly. The whole fourth quarter. A guy bro. nobody's ever heard so, of. Uh, I didn't until yesterday, but anyway. A guy nobody's 20, ever heard of. Like 24, 26 points. And, and Derrick Rose really wasn't Derrick Rose either. Nah, and you know, Florida's and I'm sorry, in the second half of that game, as decent as, as uh, New Orleans Noel has been, I would have put Mitch Robinson in. Yeah, I know. Even though he's injury prone, this is and the first height. round. Yeah, on, you man. guys got to win. You, you <laughs> I would have started Mitch Robinson in the second half. I really would have. But 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 the officiating was horrible across the yeah, board. Yeah, yo, the block that that block, um, the block. Oh, the one ball, on Knowles. That was, yeah, that was yeah, all that was called ball. a foul. Yeah, that that one was atrocious. And and again, this is just what the NBA does. And you even see Tom Thibodeau, and he's looking at the big screen. And then he's looking at the official. He goes, you're blind. Are you kidding me? Look, look. And then they replayed it again. And they still don't They still don't overturn it. Well, not like they challenged it anyway. And if they did, they probably wouldn't have overturned it. It's fucking retarded. And then the 76ers, of course, they, they beat they, the, uh, they the, the Wizards. Deal. And listen, everybody, and I said when I had Scott on Thursday, everybody wants to take a dump on Russell Westbrook. Okay, he beats Oscar Robinson's record of, triple, of most triple doubles of all time. Russell Westbrook is a dynamic He doesn't fit in Washington's system. He doesn't fit in that system at all. And we said it last night with with John Morant when we were talking during the game. And I said it Thursday with Scott. That John Morant is a talented basketball player on the wrong team. And where John Morant flourishes the most, and the Knicks will have the cap space to do this, and they have the, and they have some pieces to move. Now I'm not saying move all of them, but if you can move two or three of them to Memphis uh-huh. and get John Morant with Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, you have a you have a dynamic big three there. And that's basically what we need is that one and, extra. And you know speaking of big threes, this was only like the ninth or tenth time mm-hmm. that 
I, I hate saying this because the because Harden just ruins the name scheme. All right, Harden, KD, Kyrie, 82 combined points against the Celtics. That's like the fucking the whole entire game. Yeah. It was like 99 points for that game. And like I forget which website it was, but they have all their predictions, and they have that the, the Nets win in five. I'll give I'll give Boston a win in Boston. Yeah. Four. But Brooklyn, if Brooklyn plays like that, it's done. It's done. And we need. But don't a, sleep on Boston, though. You know. I'm not sleeping on them. I'm not. Listen, I'll give them a win in 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 Boston. But again, if if they play like that every game, yeah, and yeah, I, listen, I'm not ball. saying these games against Boston are gonna be blowouts because it's not like they're going out there playing, you know, like the, the like the. Well, they do. Freaking like the Clippers of the early '90s, who had decent teams but could never ever win. Exactly. Um, doing the right thing though, like they, they, they were playing some hard D on um, on Tatum. You could barely get a shot off, man. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what they had to do. And but and, and we discussed the playoff play-in system, like the like the play-ins in the tournament. Yeah. And it works, but they got to change this, and they got to change it from this standpoint. I don't know if you understand how it really works. What, the loser, the losing game? So, okay, so the Warriors lost to the Lakers. The Lakers but the Warriors get another shot at getting in because now they have to go and play the Grizzlies. For the eighth spot, I don't know. Instead of doing all that, the seven plays the ten, the eight plays the nine, the winners of those get the last two playoff spots. There you go. I don't understand why we have to have this... All this confusion. We, we have to have this extra game because I'm not a fan of that. Scott wasn't a fan of it. And I don't think a lot of people are a fan of it. Yeah, and some are a fan of it. Because you lose and you get a second shot. Uh, that's, I don't because, think that's right. Because, because think about it this way. Let's say the Warriors beat the Grizzlies. Okay. The Warriors go on a run. And let's say the Lakers play the, again. Get, get to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And then they got to play the Warriors. So, so the Warriors <laughs> get in the playoffs based on a sympathy game. Yeah. It is what I'm calling it. But they lost anyway. So and they lost because John Morant, in that second half, went off. he took over. He, he took to over. Went to OT and, and he and he dominated in overtime. And you know what? Steph Curry can't do it all. You know? Well, that's the thing. But listen. When Clay comes back. When right. Clay comes back next year, and they're going to have a decent draft pick. Uh-huh. Oh, and, yeah. and you're going to have and you're going to have Andrew Wiggins there who needs to – he needs to improve somehow. And you're gonna have uh, the the, the, rook, the rookie that they drafted mm-hmm. in this past draft. He's gonna be healthy again. And Draymond Green is dynamic. And uh, they're gonna the and they're gonna go and try to get a piece in free agency or make a trade yep. somewhere to bolster somewhere. They're gonna and they have pieces to move, so they're gonna do that. And the Lakers and and, and the Lakers and, and and I said this last night and I'll say it again that if you had a Lakers, if if LeBron and Anthony Davis were healthy the whole year. And played together the whole year. And played together the whole year and different. had to go up against Brooklyn in the NBA Finals. You'd be scared. No, you're not scared. And this is why. Why? The Lakers bench sucks. That's that's when uh, LeBron James played. Because, because, look, because looks what, look, look what happens when LeBron and Anthony Davis aren't on the court. They get scored on. They get scored on like it's nobody's business. Oh, and Brooklyn has a... A, a, a decently built bench when you have Blake Griffin coming off the bench. And I'm not saying this is Blake Griffin from when he was with the Clippers in his prime and Jeff Green and they have uh, Bruce Brown that comes off the bench who lately has been starting, I think. And then you have Claxton coming off the bench when DeAndre Jordan doesn't start. Brooklyn just has a better built bench. They have a better built bench than the Lakers do. They have a better and, starting lineup than the Lakers do. And you have a big two 
who can't stay healthy, and you have a big three that, I'm sorry, if you had to put it, if, if the NBA Finals was Brooklyn and the Lakers, and it came down to, let's say, 5.7 seconds left on the clock, Brooklyn has the ball, we all know who's shooting that shot. Kyrie. Kyrie's shooting it, and that would be the, that would be the dagger in LeBron's, LeBron's career. career. Is Kyrie shooting one over LeBron? LeBron. And then Yo, he would, he was the one to help him win it in Cleveland, he and he would and he would be he the one, it. and he would be the one to end LeBron getting another championship. He he won that fucking shit, and LeBron tries taking credit for that shit. That was my best, that was my best championship. Mm. That made me go. That game made me the go. And and I'm sorry, <laughs> even though and and even though nobody gave it, and the Lakers opened up as favorites in this round against Phoenix, a lot of people sleeping on Phoenix. I'm telling well, you, the, 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 Phoenix. Phoenix has one of has one of the one of the top five defenses in the NBA right now. You have Devin Booker who's playing lights out. You have uh, the the center Dayton, I think his name is, yep. who who who's pretty decent. And he pretty much took the games that they played against the Lakers, where Anthony Davis literally destroyed them, and reversed it on Anthony Davis, and pretty much played him the way he up, got played. played. And. If Phoenix wants to move on, that's what they got to do. And if Phoenix wants to get near an NBA championship or at least get to the finals, every team they play, they're going to have to finish it in at least five. Yep. Because the longer because the longer it goes, that momentum yep. Yep. And, and the gas in the tank slowly say, exactly. dies down. And, I, and I'm saying it with the NHL playoffs, too. The Islanders got to win today, bro. Like, for the Islanders... To make it to the Stanley Cup and still have gas in the tank, to me, honestly, we can't go to seven games. Next you week. can't be playing every series going to Game Seven. No. You cannot do it. You have to do it in five. You have to do it in, in six. And I, I have the Islanders going to the Stanley Cup Finals against Edmonton. I wish Anders Lee was man was here, bro. But that's going to be the downfall for the Islanders is that you don't have an Anders Lee type player. Barzell can't do it all. Matt Mark can't. Matt Martin can't do it all, and. And and and, and I don't know what's going on with with, with Vermalov, but Sorkin's been playing lights out. He's always lights out at goalie. I don't know what's so. Fuck the guys. I I, if if I'm if I'm Trotz, I ride the hot hand to goalie, and it's Sorkin. Yeah, right. That's what I would do too. And speaking of the NHL, I don't know if anybody else saw it, but when at fr- uh, when I was at Fridays on Thursday with Scott before we did the podcast together, Tavares is hit. I thought he took the skate to the throat. That's what I thought too. Cause the cause the way they showed it in real time, it looked like it, and then you see him and he's like this. Like convulsing. I thought he was bleeding to death right on the ice. I'm I'm like, oh, we're all about to witness a death in the NHL on the ice. Cool. And then and then the guy who's sitting next to us is friends with Scott. He goes, I don't know why they don't wear neck guards. I'm like, you think they would? No, they, seriously. And and I think honestly, I think it should be implemented because even though it was a knee to the head. It could have been, even though it was a nasty knee to the head. And listen, it wasn't done purposely. I had to hear people on Twitter like, oh, they did that on purpose. Nah. But listen, it's a bang, bang thing. It happened. It was one of those like in a car accident. No matter what move you make, you're still, you're either going to get hit or be the one who hits the car. Mm -hmm. There was no way around it. But he was out cold. That was it. Because if he even went to go and try to leap over him, think about this. The way Tavares was was positioned mm-hmm. if he had done that the skate's gonna come up and give him a buck 50 to the face like he's trying to be initiated into the bloods yep and and that would have been far worse than the knee to the head hey Josh Barris is one of my favorite but if I'm Toronto and listen it's been like 50 something years since they won a Stanley Cup uh, maybe police oh Edmonton won too didn't they 
think I've been. T- I, don't, I haven't really been I following. I really haven't been following all the other teams. I know that the Vegas Knights swept uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I know that. Probably, yeah. Which I, I didn't see a sweep, but I, I had a bracket all done up, and I had Vegas winning. I had Tampa beating Florida. And that one, the the first game in that one was real chirpy and real physical what, yeah, because like, the they don't like each other in the Florida Panthers because yeah, they yeah. don't like each other. Um, what the and, and and I said it yesterday. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it, but as a Ranger fan, I can't shit on the Islanders. I have to give the Islanders their due because if you're going to be a knowledgeable sports fan, you have to give credit where credit's due, and the Islanders are the better team, and. It, listen, I'm a Ranger fan who lives in Islander country. You got to call it what it is. But I also said this on the flip side of it. Mets fans think that this is a Met town, and it'll always be and forever be a Yankees town. This will be the Yankee state. This is the way it'll always be. Base. Well, yeah, we, we got Pete Alonzo out. For, out. You got Alonzo out. The Grom comes back tomorrow night. Conforto and a lot of the other guys ain't going to be back till late June. Mm-hmm. You have Lindor, who's really not the Lindor from Cleveland. That now, if you're a Mets fan, maybe now yeah, you can start questioning the extension. Uh-huh. Um, and I would if I was Lindor a Mets fan. Lindor probably not meant to play New York. And and, and it all and well and that goes to this point is again some people are just made to play here and others can't handle the pressure of it and maybe Lindor can't handle the pressure of it. We don't, we don't know. I mean, it's only a quarter of the way into the season. But a quarter of the way in, you should be showing something. But by this point, to be batting, I think he's still batting under 200. Like, like you see Judge? He's starting off Well, ju- Well, Judge right now is leads to – he yeah. has the highest batting average, slugging percentage, on-base on percentage, percentage against left-handed pitcher. And the lovely and then walk-off he, walk. And then he added to it again yesterday. <laughs> the walk-off and walk. He never had a walk-off in his life. And how – Convenient would it be that his first walk-off is a walk. And all the Yankee haters could sit there and say that Garrett Cole's trash, getting Talion was a bad mistake, signing Kluber was a, was a big risk. But guess what? It's a risk that is paid off. Because they built because they built him up. And look what happens. He pitches a no-hitter. And then Clayton Kershaw comes out. There's too many no-hitters in the league right now. Blah, 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 blah. We know Clayton Kershaw. Why don't you play like the eight? Why don't you pitch like the ace you're supposed to be and not choke in a World Series? Even though you have a ring, but don't choke in the big spot like you have in years past. And just shut the fuck up about it. Because all these no-hitters, it's not like Garrett Cole's out there throwing a no-hitter every fifth day. It's not like DeGrom's out there throwing a no-hitter every fifth game. These are guys Your no one's is, heard of. These are guys throwing no-hitters that no one's ever heard of other than Corey Kluber. If you are if you listen and watch the videos, you mean to tell me you heard of Jonathan Means? No, I haven't. Have okay. You? you heard of Spencer Trump, uh, uh, Turnbull or whatever the hell his name I is have. from... Okay. Uh, yeah, I have. I swear to God. Oh, you say so. <laughs> I swear to God. I didn't know he had no hitter, but I heard of him. Okay. He throws it's a no hitter. Right. And then Kluber throws one. And I forget who the other two are that that that, that threw him. Let these guys have their spot yeah, in baseball immortality. Like for Jonathan Means, he could be the shittiest pitcher from here on out, but he'll always go down in baseball history for having a no hitter. Let him have his moment. Let Kluber, who battled back from injury after injury, and, t- and and not only that, how how coincidental it be that his no-hitter is against a team that gave up, up on him yep. after he only pitched one inning for him last season? Yep. Okay. Because it was the Rangers, right? Yep. And not only that, it's the first no-hitter the Yankees have thrown 
since David Cohn's perfect game. And Adam June, what, 17th of... 99. 99, damn. Okay. <laughs> Let these guys have their moment. Why bitch and moan about it? Why hate on it? Let them have their... Let them have their day. How could you say there's too many no-hitters? Like, it's easy to throw a no-hitter. It, and it's not. But, like, honestly. But the fact that there's six going into June, which has never happened... And then people want to sit there and, and, and they, they want to say that Cole isn't the ace of New York. Well, right now, yeah, Garrett yeah. Cole is the ace of New York because the Yankees, all five starting pitchers, haven't given up a run in 35-plus innings, mm -hmm. which hasn't been done since 1932. Yep. So, like yesterday, I would not have taken Talion out. I would have. He was laboring. He was laboring. But, he, he, uh, listen, he gave you the five. They bring in Wald, uh, uh, Wandy Peralta. And he gives up, up the two-run home run. And, and listen, Chad Green gave up one. But, but the thing is this, that Yankees team that claws back, like the way they did in 18, that's the team that's coming back. Where, I know, I, where, I, I can see it. Where you could sit there and go into the bottom of the ninth and go, okay, we got this. Mm -hmm. We got this. And, you know... As far as like the catching situation with the Yankees, the time is now to give it to Hitchikawa. I was gonna say the same shit. You're gonna have to move Sanchez to first because Voight, for as much as, much as I like Voight, he's injury prone. And he ain't the and, and the like other was. guy the Yankees have to start playing more is Tyler Wade. Oh hell yeah! Because Tyler Wade could play the field. He could play every position in the infield. Like a and got shoes on him very well Th that boy well can run shoes. oh yeah he can he beat out that, that little, little I'm not saying I'm not saying Tyler Wade goes on to have a Hall of Fame career no but Cleaver Torres but I'm he but he will have a decent baseball career if he spends it all with the Yankees mm -hmm. if he goes anywhere else he'll be forgotten about left yep. in the minor leagues forever yep. and I think honestly you start Tyler Wade over Clint Frazier Clint, Clint Frazier ain't doing nothing and I think honestly if you think back to when the Pirates were originally going to trade Garrett Cole, mm -hmm. and the Yankees made the call, and Cashman, Cashman said, "This is what we'll offer you," and Pittsburgh said, "Okay, but we also want Clint Frazier." You think about this now; they should have dealt him. They should have. They should have dealt him because you literally took a gamble on a guy who, I'm sorry, is not panning out. He can make all these acrobatic catches in the outfield and but, die for balls he doesn't have to die for. But, <laughs> What's he getting you when he's not producing at the plate? Okay, so he hits a home run in, in, in one of the games during the week. But it didn't matter when he hit it. Well, last year, he had a bat, but no no fielding. This year, a tiny bit of fielding. And, no fucking bat. And, and, and then not only that, you're going to have to play Wade in the outfield because now Hicks is out the whole year. Again. Oh, yeah. Wait. Mm. Again. And I'm sorry. We, we need another no lefty. Yo, and, 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 and as much as you... Like Aaron Hicks in the outfield because he's got that cannon of an arm. Again, when he's at the plate, he's very streaky. It's Curtis Grandison-like. And I'm sorry, if the if the Yankees want to win championships and they want to make Yankees fans happy, having a streaky hitter at the plate ain't doing it for me. Mm -mm. You, you know, And I don't think the Yankees need to go and trade to get Delano to Shields from the Rangers. I think what you have on the team is what you'll win with. Exactly. I, and, you know, and people want to say... You know, oh, the Yankees' bullpen sucks. Well, okay, so Chad Green gives up a home run yesterday. But that's one in far few between. And then, you know, you have Jonathan Lewisica, who is ripping it up in the bullpen. And then you got Chapman. 
who who's been dominant first, who's been dominant run. and okay so oh yeah the one guy hits a home run off of him and yankee haters like oh yeah saint chapman's coming back to life yeah well what's gonna happen when chapman pitches against your team and he's throwing 103 and you can't hit it for shit <laughs> what's gonna happen there not a damn thing you're gonna and sit there and go oh that chapman's back yep <laughs> but, but you you know but for Mets fans to say that the that, that when they got Lindor that the that the Mets were taking over New York, listen, not to dump on the Mets at all, but they ain't looking like it right now. New York Yankees always and, and you're playing base. James McCann at first base. Yeah. Why when you have Dom Smith or is Dom Smith hurt now too? I think he's hurt too. It's, there's 16 people injured on there, so. <sighs> Another one. What are you gonna do? Hey. Well, like, well, well, all I know is this: when the Yankees had their injury-ridden season, it was next man up, and the, the next man came up, and the next man produced. Exactly. Maybe, maybe that'll happen with the Mets. Yeah, all I'm saying is, judging that three-hole is fitting him lovely. Yeah. Well, Stanton's due to come back off the IL tomorrow. Nah, which I think he. I think. Well, yeah, he because well he'd be clean up, mm-hmm. and I don't think you tinker with the. I think now that they have a somewhat set. Batting lineup. batting lineup, because I I hate when Aaron Boone changes so, I it. I can't stand that. Change, and dude. literally, they'll lead the league in most in all different batting lineups. It's ridiculous. I think the way they have it now is the way it should be. And whoever's DHing needs to hit in the four hole. So if it's Stanton, then it's Stanton, mm-hmm. and that's just the that's just the gamble we're gonna have to deal with until the next injury occurs yeah, where he stubs his toe coming Sanchez. out of the shower and he's out for six months. All right, and in. We gotta. I gotta talk about the NFL here. That's it. All right. So, Julio Jones. We'll oh, start yeah. with this. Oh yeah. Yep. They I asked heard. him today. Cowboy. So they asked him today. You know, whatever the question was asked, he says, "I'm done. I'm out of there." So, but a lot of teams, like a lot of teams that are calling, the Falcons want a first round draft pick. Like they, they're asking for a lot for a guy who's been on the decline. But if he stays healthy, you're getting a, a decent wide receiver in return. So if you're a team that's on the cusp of being a playoff team, to give up a first-round draft pick would have to would have to do it. Yeah. So if you're a team like, let's say, Jacksonville is looking to rebuild, which, by the way, the Tebow experience ain't going to work. Oh, my God. The only, reason why, listen, the only reason why they're doing this is the same reason why the Mets did it, to be the talk of the town for a while, to be relevant, to bring in more money. Know, so, yeah. And when it does, and not only that, for people, and, and I'm sorry, if you're wasting $120 plus shipping on fanatics.com for, a a Tim, for buying a Tim Tebow jersey, you are a fool. I'd rather wear a shit-stained white T-shirt that says Tebow on the back of it. And pay nothing. I literally have Taco, our annoying ass freaking Chewini piece of shit dog. Even though I love the little prick, but he's annoying. I'll let him shit on a white tee right now, and I'll write Tim Tebow on the back of it and draw an eight and a five. It's not going to work. It's, it's, it's not. They Greg, tried it already. Greg McElroy was interviewed on I forget what radio show on series. Okay, he said it. We tried this ten plus years ago, and yeah, he sucked. Yeah, and he sucked. Jets. So why are we doing it again? Because again, this is Urban Meyer just being clueless. And not only that, your first round draft pick didn't even answer your call. He put you on voicemail four times before he finally answered the damn phone. Get the fuck out. This was on draft night. They called him four times, and you like see it on video. He's like, pretty much hit like that F you button. You don't want to play that team. It's like, next. You, uh, but if you're a team, again, though, like Jacksonville, 
you gotta you gotta consider trading a first round draft pick for, to get Julio Jones. If you're a yeah. team because if like Jalen Ramsey's trying to recruit him, and a lot of other guys are trying to recruit Cal- him. He apparently he apparently wants to go to New England Cal- and and play with Cowboys. Cam Newton. Or the Cowboys. Well, yeah, as of today, now it's the Cowboys because he How was spotted in an airport. Well, this is where you want me to be real. Lamar Jackson probably can't overthrow me so damn Well, if you go, well, if he goes to the, if he goes to the Ravens, it's, it's, it's going to be pointless. That's funny. If he goes to the Cowboys, it's pretty much telling you that Amari Cooper, by the trade deadline, is gone to shave salary cap space, and I already see that happening anyway, though. I think, and to me, where he really should go. Back to Vegas. Honestly, nah, because Vegas has got enough. Is honestly, if he wants to win now, and you want to keep somebody in a certain city and kind of make them happy, <laughs> Green Bay. Hello. Yeah, but they don't want to make Aaron happy. No. Well, well, and, and it's funny because now, and I think people write these things just to write them because I saw something on Twitter when I was leaving work, how. There's this insane three-way trade proposal with Green Bay, Miami, and... No, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the only reason why I didn't open up the article is because once I saw the Steelers were involved, A, it'll never happen. B, if it did happen, Aaron Rodgers is going to Miami, and we'll get stuck with two Otago Viola. No, guys. So I don't want to be involved in that trade. The only way I'm involved in that trade if you guys get Aaron Rodgers, is if I'm getting Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams. <laughs> so anyway, I want in on that yo, deal. That happens. Super Bowl done. But <laughs> that's not going to happen. And and they're saying more and more. It looks like it's going to be Denver. That John Elway and Aaron Rodgers went golfing together. And 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 when I seen what Denver's got to give up, he's not winning there either. He's not winning there. If Aaron Rodgers wants to win two or three more before he retires, I hate to say it, and I'm saying it again. Right? You trade him to Vegas, and Derek Carr goes to Green Bay. That's what you do. If he wants to win now, that's where he goes. And, 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 and Cleveland Browns fans, for as much as they love Baker Mania, I see them on Twitter. Oh, get us Aaron Rodgers. Get us Aaron Rodgers. You want to know what's funny? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers goes to the AFC North. Yeah, Die. I'll go, no, I'll give I'll give Cleveland respect. What if they were to get Aaron Rodgers? I would then really look at Cleveland as a legitimate threat to to the Steelers because right now I don't I don't care who they have. I don't care who they have in Baltimore. And this is the mo- this is the funniest again. Again, somebody came out and ranked the AFC North quarterbacks, and this time they put Burrow two and Lamar one, Baker three, and Ben's four. How the fuck is Lamar? I one? have to explain this again. It's so tiresome to explain this. Not running backs, bro. Okay. Well, uh, th- well, this will lead into the next thing. Speaking of that, <laughs> for you brain dead fools that claim to know so much, and like my buddy Sal would say, learn the game in a two minute drill. Okay. Who do and who would you have at any of the quarterbacks in the AFC North to drive to, to, to lead you to a game-winning drive? It's not Baker. It's definitely not Lamar. And it's here, not Joe Burrow. I, I'd say Big Ben not because you're a fan of Steelers or Melissa. I'm, I'm saying that just from straight up. I've seen because Ben's done it. 
Because Ben has done it. Hell and yeah, like every other great quarterback, he's had his moments where he's choked. So is Aaron Rodgers. So is Drew Brees. So is Fran Tarkenton. So is Bart Starr. So, so, so is, is Terry Bradshaw. So is every freaking quarterback. Everybody has. Okay? But to tell me that Lamar should be put, and, and this is where this leads in this. I saw somebody post this. Why doesn't Lamar get the same credit as a Mahomes or a Josh Allen? What I'll tell I'll tell you why. Ready? Who said that? Some asshole on Twitter. Uh, on, well, assholes on Twitter, assholes on Facebook that don't know anything about anything. What? Because Lamar Jackson will never is be not an elite quarterback. And will never be one. Also. He, to me, is not a quarterback. He will never do anything Ben has done. He will never touch Ben's accolades. He could freaking, listen, to me, Lamar Jackson is the Canal Street version of Michael Vick. Exactly. Yep. Because Michael Vick not only had the speed, not only did Michael Vick have the arm, Michael Vick had the accuracy. Mm-hmm. And that's just a lefty quarterback. Yep. Okay? What has Lamar done? And again, if I have to go through at the age of 23 between the king of the north, Ben Roethlisberger, and the, the piece of shit of the north, Lamar Jackson, and I don't care, Ravens fans, if you listen or watch and you hate what I say, if you hate, yep. if you hate <laughs> what I say, then come. We could discuss it. You could hop on and you could chirp about your shit birds and your rat birds and, oh, we got Villanueva. Yeah. yeah good job, bro. Yeah. Get ready when Lamar's <laughs> in a body cast week six. Yep. <sighs> okay? Because Villanueva ain't protecting nothing. The only thing he protected was this country. Okay? It's the only thing he's done. <laughs> All right? And if I have to hear you idiot Ravens fans say that Najee Harris is going to be a bust, let me explain to you now. And everybody coming out saying this isn't Alabama and this isn't – and 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 this isn't the Alabama offensive line. Again, need I explain? Again, for the millionth time. The offensive line this year for the Steelers will be better than offensive line in years past. A, because it's younger, and B, we got some friggin' monsters on it. Yeah. Okay? And you got that monster tight end, too. Somebody needs to, other than just Steeler fans, need to realize this. Kevin Dotson is for real. That kid is a monster. And when he was on the field, he only allowed in the 200-plus snaps he had. One QB pressure, one QB sack. Villanueva, a million QB pressures, and a million sacks. I wish I could see Okay? I wish I could Have see fun with it, Baltimore. Won. Again, good job, buddy. Should never trade Atlanta Brown to the Chiefs, buddy. Okay? And to sit the there, and, and to sit there if did. you're a Ravens fan that really thinks that Lamar Jackson should be on this level of quarterbacks with, with, with Mahomes... And Josh Allen, and Aaron Rodgers, and Ben Roethlisberger, and the retired Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. Goddamn conversation. Okay, Lamar Jackson. Okay, like on Facebook they'll do this. Like if you had to form a team and you only had twenty five dollars, so they'll have like the dollar section, the five dollar section, the ten dollar section, and then like the fifteen dollar section. Lamar Jackson is in the fifteen cent section. Loose change. He's like the bootleg wrestling dolls you get at the dollar store where it's like Folk Fogan. Okay? That's Lamar Jackson as a quarterback in the NFL. If you want to compare, can't compare him to Mahomes, you compare him to Drew Locke. There you go. Some of you can't do shit either. And, and, and like, but, but it's comical hearing, though, that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Denver. Aaron Rodgers wants to win another Super Bowl before he has to hang up the cleats. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's why I don't understand why Green Bay didn't get him any weapons. If, if Green Bay, now, I, I, I think that. if Green Bay went and got Julio Jones, 
I mean, be, you, I mean, you might as well trade the first round draft pick because you've proven in years past you don't do shit with it anyway. You just trade up and get a quarterback. You trade up and get a quarterback who's never going to succeed in this league. No. Okay. Jordan Love is going to be the Jamarcus Russell of the NFL. <laughs> He's not going to pan out, and you'll never hear of him again. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to keep Aaron Rodgers? You, 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 you're, you, you're hell bent on not trading Aaron Rodgers. This is what you do. You go and get Julio Jones to line up opposite Scanling and and friggin' and Devontae Adams. That's what you do. It's as simple as that. I don't know what more to really tell anybody. It's just crazy. I really don't know what to tell you supposed knowledgeable football fans. And <laughs> and apparently it was reported now that Watson's worked with like 44 different uh with 44 different friggin' uh, massage therapists. Which is insane. Voice toast. Apparently he's had massages done by 44 different massage therapists. Fuck. He might have did that shit. He might have actually did that shit. Who knows though? Well, well, that's what's being reported. We don't know. Well, he could have gotten massage massages but did he did he whip it out did he not whip it out I don't know and I don't care I don't care I don't because you haven't heard much of it since the, the, the last I heard of any of it is that apparently he's looking to settle so somebody's gonna get paid if not all of these friggin skanks are gonna get paid yeah. why why if you pay them in my opinion you're you're hiding guilt but what I don't understand is that so, why did this come out at this certain point? Why didn't this come out before? Because before he didn't want to get traded. Before he was willing to play. But once you but once they shipped D Hop off, they didn't get the coach that he wanted impact. He he listen. He yeah, he was promised this, that, and third. Yeah, imagine. we've gone over that. And you're telling me. Okay, so you get a minority co- uh, coach, which I don't know if you heard about this. The, the one guy from Philly, he's, I'll just say he's Oriental. He went out, he went out for head coaching jobs, and they mm-hmm. said he wasn't the right minority, which is now being investigated. A minority is a minority, whether you're black, white, Asian, Mexican, Green Indian. Arm. I don't he's give a, a shit. Okay, bottom line is this: every minority has a right to be interviewed for a head coach position. Defensive coordinator, whatever coaching position it is. If you're qualified for you, 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 you want to know what's funny? I bet you, A, I've never heard of this guy. But who knows? Let's say let's say he went to Denver to be the head coach. And Denver becomes a playoff team. Is he the right minority then because Denver goes to the playoffs? Yeah, I would say so. If he goes to, let's say, like let's say Detroit didn't get a head coach and Dan Campbell. And let's say they, they, they let's say they got this guy with, <laughs> let's say they got this guy, and you have Goff, and they go and do whatever they got to do. Okay, is he the right right minority then? Mm-hmm. Well, then you could say was was Mike Tomlin the right minority for the Steelers? He's been. What do you mean? <laughs> I know, but according to whatever teams he interviewed and was told he wasn't the right minority. How are you as an NFL team, as an owner, a GM? How do you come out and say that and don't expect it to be aired out? This is exactly. 2021. Everybody's airing everything out. Nobody has this this oath of silence anymore and 
it's uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, it's a silence anymore. Did yeah. your parents ever teach you never telltale? What the fuck? You know, like it's 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 just you know you know it's disgusting and and it's called omerta and it's the code of silence. Shut the fuck up and don't air everything out. Bunch of little bitches. I know. It's so disgusting. It really is. Oh man. But I mean, I can't. I, I can't. I really just. I can't. I can't fathom it. And it's funny because they were talking about how Julio Jones might wind up in Arizona. How like Kyler Murray's trying to recruit him. Can you imagine that? D Hop. Kyler Murray. Oh D Hop. Julio Jones. If Fitzgerald comes back, AJ oh. Green. Oh my God! I forgot about AJ Green. I don't think Fitzgerald's coming back though, but. And then with a de- and then with a decent defense, you got Buda Baker in the secondary. Oh. You have JJ if he stays healthy. And yeah, and you have Jones, and you have Jones on the opposite end. Arizona becomes a real contender in the West. Damn right they do. Fuck me. And I have to mention this because I said I was going to mention it, and I figured I'm going to discuss this now. For Steeler fans or any fan who takes what Juju said as being wrong. About James Royal, Harrison. Royalty you're an idiot, and I'm going to explain why. James Harrison hurt his brand when he left Pittsburgh the first time, and he left it, then he hurt it when he left the second time. Okay, the second time, Pittsburgh told him, You're not going to be the starting edge rusher anymore. You know, your time has come, and it's time for TJ and Bud Dupree to be the main pieces of this defense. He didn't like it. And he left. And listen, I love James Harrison. He's one of my favorite Steelers of all time. Okay? He left and went to New England. The, the first time he left, it was about money. And it didn't pan out so well for him in Cincinnati that he, that he came back. Okay? What Juju said... See, Juju's about building a brand as well as being a football player. Yep. Because what people don't like is that Juju has a, has a thought process that he has sense to see that his time in the NFL could be cut short. Due to due to any due to any type of injury at all, so why not build a brand where if you couldn't play football, you could still survive on having a brand? I mean, everybody else does it and it's fine. Everybody else builds a brand and it's fine, but Juju doing it is different because oh, he's on TikTok and he does this and he's dancing on on team logos, which everybody sits there and they want to say, well, that's why the Steelers lost four four games in a row or whatever it was. No, that's not the reason why. So let's stop with that. And everybody needs to stop dumping on Juju. Period. Because you're all mad because he chose to leave money on the table and not go to a shit Baltimore team. Or, or Kansas City. Or, 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 or do the, let's call it the Durant thing, and go to an already built team to easily win a championship. He said he wanted to play with a great quarterback. And then everybody laughs because he says that Roethlisberger is a great quarterback. Well, guess what? He is a great quarterback. You just don't like the things that have happened in Roethlisberger's past. Just some of you, like the movie Frozen, let it go. <laughs> let it go. That's in the past. Ben Roethlisberger is as dominant as a quarterback as Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Eli, Aaron Rodgers. When you talk about the top 10 quarterbacks of our generation, Ben Roethlisberger is in the top five. To me, it's because of who he is, and it's not just because he's a stealer. It has nothing to do with that. So if you're listening and you think that, that I'm being a homer about it, 
No, because if Ben Roethlisberger was on the Giants and did the same thing for years, I'd be saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. If Ben Roethlisberger was on the Jets and did the same things, I'd be do I'd be saying the same thing. If he was on Cleveland, I'd be saying the same thing. If he was on Baltimore, I would give him his just do still. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As much as I can't stand Baltimore, Cleveland, or Cincinnati, if he was on any of those teams as well, you'd have to sit there and say the same thing. But it's because he's on Pittsburgh, and because Pittsburgh's always the most talked-about team. And by the way, Niners fans, stop stealing gang-gang, okay? That's a Stiller gang thing, motherfucker. I'm so sick and tired of it. Every time on Facebook, gang-gang, gang-gang, 49er nation. See, Get your own Lamar thing, Jackson, you biting-ass bitches. Lamar Jackson is the top quarterback of the North. Let's see. <laughs> ben won his first Super Bowl, what, his second year? First year. Second ben year. Roethlisberger was 23 years old when he won his first Super Bowl. Drafted 04, won in 05. Okay. He's 20, he's 23 and 3 by the age of 23. The Steelers went 15 and 1 when he was the quarterback. Oh. After after Neil O'Donnell went down, mm-hmm. they didn't lose a game on the Roethlisberger until the playoffs. Lamar Jackson, first year in the playoffs, choked. Choked. Second year, yeah. choked. Well, one first game, choked second one. And what's funny is how, and, and people say that Lamar Jackson's an MVP quarterback. The reason why he won that MVP because of is because guys. of his rushing. That's it. Okay, that's it. And, which, by the way. It's not hard to figure out the, the offense. Titans did. The, Titans, the Titans figured it out. Okay. I am so sick and tired and sick of being sick and tired. You guys want to dump on a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger when your quarterbacks suck. <laughs> Horrible, too. Like, literally, like, I go, like, you, like, I got to see on Twitter, like, uh, a freaking uh, Bengals fan talks about how, like, Jeff, Jeff Driscoll is better than Ben Roethlisberger. Jeff uh, Driscoll? Uh, pardon me. Who's Jeff Driscoll? Who's Jeff Driscoll again? I think he got cut by like a seventeenth team already. I know. He's like a okay. fucking Josh McCown. Um, <laughs> I got to hear that Baker's gonna be better than 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 Ben Roethlisberger. Hell to the mother effing no. Baker. I, I, some of you really need to learn the game. Some of you really need to watch more thoroughly not not just look watch and the <laughs> fact that the fact that i can admit that ben has had bad games and is choked in big spots but guess what look at aaron Rodgers. look at drew Brees. look at tom brady look at eli manning yep. look at every other elite quarterback not you joe flacco <laughs> not you you will never be elite now when tom brady lost against nick Foles, everybody's saying he sucked oh my god he lost to a backup quarterback blah, blah. Oh, you know, crybaby supposed New England Patriots fans did. They were like, oh, you want the name Well, you know what's funny, though? He didn't lose to a backup against the Giants. Twice. Oh, that perfect season. He didn't lose. You know, and, and it's funny how Tom Brady says he wants his revenge against the Giants in the playoffs. It never going to happen. It makes no sense because Eli's not the quarterback. And it's not the same team. That's the revenge you really want. There's no Michael Strahan. And you need to thank Archie Manning. And Mama Manning for creating <laughs> Eli Manning, because without Eli Manning, the Giants would have no Super Bowls. In New Hawaii. England has like ten Super Bowls, and you need to thank Mama Foles and Daddy <laughs> Foles. Okay. And then Carson Wentz who busted his knee going to the end zone. And speaking of that, they, Frank Reich's putting it all out on the line with with, with Wentz. What do you mean? Like as far as like everything. And Wentz is actually in OTAs, from what I've read, he looks pretty good. So, 
and, 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 and they got weapons though. And you got Jonathan Taylor. You got Pittman Jr. there. You got you got um, T.Y. Hilton, Hilton coming Hilton. back, which might be his final year in Indy. I think so, yeah. And you gotta if Wentz stays healthy. Yeah, Pasco. You too. you gotta take the Colts seriously. I mean, considering the fact Houston's gonna suck. Let's just call it what it is. They're gonna be two and fifteen. Yeah, they're gonna suck. Let's call it what it is. Two yeah, and fifteen. You guys are gonna suck. And you know, regardless who your quarterback is, you know, Tyrod Taylor probably get hurt before the game because the doctor will stick him with another needle and collapse along yet young. again. I can't believe that shit. I can't believe that shit. But you know who they're already predicting to win the NFL MVP? Based on the model of how it's been going since Lamar won it in his first, second year. Mahomes won it in his second year. Oh, Josh Allen? No. Oh. Justin Herbert. And I kind of do, but don't see it. Though. And you could, you could think it. I don't see it. But let's call it what it is to the seven Charger fans that there are in the world. Um, <laughs> you really ain't got nothing that's scary. Nothing, th- nothing that's going to scream at me when we got to play you guys, when we take over SoFi, a week, whatever it is. I- I'm sorry. That's scaring me much. You're really you kind of not scared. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, especially when he wasn't, predict- he wasn't projected to be the starter. He was supposed to be the backup, and he was never supposed to see the field for what Justin Herbert did. Yeah. He belongs. Yes. But... I think though, if Burrow doesn't get hurt, he, yeah. they would have been co-rookie MVP, co-rookies of the years. Just like I think in the NBA, even though it's not announced yet, but we all know Monty Williams of the Suns is going to win Coach of the Year. I'm sorry, how do you not have a co-coach of the year with Tom Thibodeau being the second one? Yeah, because Knicks, Tom Thibodeau literally took a depressing Disgusting. Knicks team. And mm-hmm. turned it around. And you could say getting Derrick Rose was kind of that adrenaline shot that they needed. Yeah. Because Derrick Rose only plays like MVP Derrick Rose under Tom Thibodeau. Makes sense. And in this offseason in the NBA, the Knicks are going to be an attractive destination now because of Tom Thibodeau. Because they're a playoff team. And because now they're not looked at as the laughing stock of the NBA. Damn right. You can't, you got to take, and for me to sit there, as, as even though I'm a Chicago Bulls fan that likes watching Bro- the Brooklyn Nets, and I've watched the Nets since their days at the Meadowlands at the IZOD Center, mm-hmm. and since the days of Chris Dudley and Derek Coleman and Ke- and Kenny Anderson and Kerry Kittles and Drazen Petrovic you, and, and Jason Kidd and Kenyon Martin, Kenyon Martin and Vince Carter and Vince all of them, Martin. okay? What the NBA again needs and what the fans of basketball need is a New York Eastern Conference Championship Series for supreme bragging rights for this season. Because if the Knicks were to do the unthinkable and beat Brooklyn and they go to the NBA Finals, and even if they lose, wherever the Knicks go past the first round, even if they don't make it out of the first round, you have to take this season and say this is a vast improvement over the past 10 bullshit years the Knicks have had. More than 10 years. And not only that, going into this draft, they're going to draft better. Yeah. I mean, and you have to give this OB Toppin more playing time. That, uh, definitely, if you watched definitely. him at Dayton, definitely. he is a force to be reckoned with. I think, he's gotta put, I think he's, he's got to put a little more muscle mass on. 
He could be what Kenyon Martin was to the Nets. That's what you need, and that's what Obi Toppin can provide. And Mitch Robinson's got to go out there a little bit too, man. We, we, we need some height out there, man. Well, Sorry. Mitch Robinson is the key, and you have to contain Trey Young. You have to contain him. And <clears throat> and I hated at the end of the game, even though I'm not a Knicks shit. fan. Well, that's because well, that's because fans. the Knicks fans were chanting all game, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Trey, you suck." This, that, and the third. And it's, Trey Young, I hate to say it, silenced the crowd. He ran up and he shushed them, and that was it. And but he remember, you know he what though? New York, though bro. You know what though? <laughs> Don't walk the street today. You know what though? Do I blame him for doing it? No. No, because in a way, Knicks fans provoked him into doing it. And even though you said you'd rather have seen a blowout loss. I would have rather seen that, yes. I think losing the way they did, even though Randall was off and you had to rely on other weapons to keep you in the game, I would rather a two-point loss than a blowout loss, in my opinion. It hurts more to me, though. It hurts more, yes, but the fact that you could sit there and say, all right, yeah, we lost by two, but they played their asses off. Because in a blowout loss to me, it's like, this fucking team sucks. They, 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 they played with no heart. They didn't play with anything. Well, I, well, so, and, and that's why well, I'd rather I the close loss. I'd right. rather the close loss than the blowout because in a closer game, they played with everything they had. They played with, they played to the best of their abilities. And Julius Randle was off the whole entire game. If he, if he was on point, well, well, we well, won. well they were we also saying, well, Tom Thibodeau said that he, he was playing unselfish and he should have played a little more selfish. He wasn't unselfish. He he was what? He was six for twenty-three. That's not unselfish, bro. But I don't know. That's horrible. I have no idea. But it's horrible. Um, he, he actually did hit that one three-point shot in the fourth but, quarter. But whatever. You're gonna see a different Nick, Nick game in, in game, a different Nick's team in game two. You're gonna well, see some, you're gonna see somebody a lot of yeah. That's the other thing. Okay, okay. So, so you play Sunday, you don't play again till Wednesday. If you played Saturday, you don't play till Tuesday. Like if you want to end the season at a relatively decent time of the year, wouldn't you kind of play? Okay, give them a Every, one day. Exactly. Because they're playing at but, the garden. But, what the fuck you need? What the hell? But you need? I, I guess because of, tra- of traveling and no protocols travel. and they're playing at the garden on Wednesday. No, but I, I don't know. Listen, I don't make the fucking schedule. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. <laughs> I mean, it used to be every other every other night. But what do I know? But as it winds down, though, um, what was I going to say? Something I was going to say. I forgot. Long day when I got to deal with, with annoyingness of the, of the world. I'm going to go watch this Islander game. But um, we cracked 800 total audio listens so far. So keep listening. Um, videos are always up on YouTube. We will be having guests on soon. There's one guy who keeps asking me... And I told him I'll let you know when. Um, what else? I still got a hit up from the nosebleeds because I, I, you know, what? I want to see. I found the, I found the topic. I'm gonna reopen this door, and I'm gonna. I think we should do the Jordan Lebron debate and see what they think. Ooh, because I have Ooh. to hear their interesting take on it. So I think that's the one I'm going to message them tomorrow and I'm going to figure out a day that works for everybody and we'll obviously record an audio of it and we're going to definitely do the video of it and I, I got to hear their their take on it. 
Uh, I've also been asked to be a guest on the Daily Sporting For You podcast. So he's got to message me on what day and time and see if I'm available to do that. You know, he's being a store manager now. You know, I got a hectic I got a hectic schedule. I got to fit the cigar lounge in, there, in my schedule. I got to fit the gym in there too. And Oh, and that was hilarious too. So yesterday I'm leaving the gym. I got my Steeler mask on. And a Ravens fan goes, he goes, yeah, Lamar's better. And I just looked at him. And normally I would start saying shit. I go, and he goes, what, he goes what, what's with that? So I pulled the mask down because now it's optional at the gym. Mm-hmm. I pulled the mask down. Of course, there was a Karen there. You need to wear your mask. I was like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> so I told him straight out. I said, let's see where Lamar is in 18 years because he ain't going to make it past six. Mm-hmm. And that's me being freaking generous. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's call it what it is. Lamar ain't lasting in this league. All right. He's a friggin' one-trick pony that's gonna get figured out, and guess what? That horse is gonna be old yellered sooner than later. Especially with Villanova wave blocker. All right. Ass. So, till the next podcast video, we still gotta try to lock down a uh, a podcasting schedule, even yeah. though we do at times, you know, work stuff does come up. So, we appreciate those that listen and watch. Keep listening and watching, and thanks to everybody on Twitter. You know who you are that retweets all the time and listens. Um, so stay safe, mask up. Fuck Baltimore. And as always, peace.